From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Hey, I'm hearing a rumor. The ESPN West Palm rumor mill is milling. Next Wednesday, there's a very good chance. You know who's joining LaVeca, Theo, and Stone hanging out with us? Uh Uh-oh. David Ortiz. The big puppy, big poppy, big poppy, hanging out on the Vicar Theo and Stone, and not and not on the phone either. Like literally with us. It's kind of cool, huh? As though it's pretty damn cool. Sorry to uh, who was it? We were talking to uh, Eddie in Boyden. Yeah, Eddie hates Boyden. everything Boston. Yeah, he hates it. Hopefully, he can get over that. Big poppy, big poppy on Wednesday. I don't mean to diminish this next man because we're equally as excited to talk to him. It is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Levick at Theo and Stone, joining us on this Friday. Uh, Mike, I know you're busy. You've been doing a great job on television, uh, but I didn't. We haven't talked to you since since the Senior Bowl, yeah. and we know you love the Senior Bowl. And I thought you did a great job at the Senior Bowl. What were your overall impressions of the Senior Bowl? Yeah, great to be with you guys. I'd be much more excited to talk to Big Poppy than me as well. So uh, I'm with you. That's- that's four for four, like totally like uh, big, big, big poppy fan. But, you know, I think it was the quarterbacks guys like Jim Nagy, the executive director of senior bowl really does an amazing job. And I thought someone like Bo Nix, you know, he said like, well, what does he have to prove? You know, like just going down there and competing. I, I give those guys a lot of credit. You know, like when you're building an NFL team, guys, you want to, Hey, you want to compete in the parking lot at night. You want to play for free. You want to play for whatever the prize is. I'm going to show up. And a guy like Bo Nix, new coordinator, new roster, new playbook, I give those guys a ton of credit. Those are the guys you want in your program. Uh, So I didn't see this. Now, you're on ESPN a ton. I mean, you've been a very busy man. But uh, Cyrus Wittig, uh, our teammate here at ESPN West Palm, he informed us just a couple of days ago that uh, you've already put a stamp of Super Bowl approval on the L.A. Chargers. So I know that and we know that you love Justin Herbert. We've had uh, uh, extensive conversations about this. Uh, do uh, Do you feel overly confident now because of the addition of Jim Harbaugh? What's the thinking behind in February? You're saying, hey, Chargers, I think they can make it to the big game. Well, I think it's about health. I think it's about, you know, you look at Lamar Jackson this past year, two-time MVP, but what, what, what gave them a meaningful chance they made to the Final Four? Lamar Jackson was healthy, and I think what you're going to see with the, uh, with the Chargers guys, and you heard Greg Roman say this in his press conference yesterday, they're going to be a, a lot more balanced, and they're going to run the ball. So we're going to be talking about a healthy Justin Herbert, and to me, that's the biggest difference. Like, give him a chance to be healthy, and I think that will go a long way for that team. Uh, Chiefs fan Theo, do you agree <laughs> with the assessment that the the health of the Chargers will allow them to close the gap with the Chiefs? Absolutely not. But I'm not saying it'll help them, yes, but I mean, Justin Herbert was healthy when he played the Jaguars in the first round a couple years ago, and, and that went the way it went. So um, I do applaud the uplifting of other AFC contenders 
um, up against the Chiefs because it makes it it makes everything interesting. But I I think there's no way the Chargers are competing for a you Super know, Bowl. I think what's happening here, and I've seen this a couple of times on Get Up, Mike, is you're doing a great job of putting out talking points and you have interesting football takes. But I find the likes of Dan Graziano or Bart Scott they're 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 quick to to poke fun at you, Mike, or they're quick to to push back on you. I, I must say this. I think you do a great job, and I think that you deserve more respect on that set, to be quite honest. Well, uh, you, you and my wife and my mom. So, But, you know, <laughs> like for me, I'll stick to the facts. Yeah. I'll put up my background and resume against anybody's, and I don't mean that in any sort of derogatory way, but there's a process, and I certainly put in my time and effort, and I'll take on all comers. I got broad shoulders. Hell yeah. That's Mike like, Tannenbaum. That's, I love that. that's right. Uh, so right. so uh, what he's saying is Theo bleep all. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mike, I get it. <laughs> our NFL insider, Mike Tannenbaum, here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, Stone, could we play so everybody can hear? Mike Tannenbaum had a proposal that I thought made a lot of sense where the Giants do some business with the Bears, get the number one overall pick, get themselves a quarterback to be done with the Daniel Jones era, and and in return, the Bears stockpile for the future with the draft. This was from earlier this week on Get Up. Mike Tannenbaum and a proposed Giants-Bears swap. Bears keep Justin Fields. And look at the haul they get. They're still picking in the top six. And then they come out with a two, a one, and a two next year. And a really good young pass rusher in Kayvon Thibodeau to pair with Montez Sweat. And now, if you're the New York Giants, you get Caleb Williams. They got... See, so Caleb Williams goes to the Giants. You're sending Thibodeau and a bunch of first and second round picks to the Bears. You're still picking top six. Mike, I got to be honest, and the reaction was a bit of, uh, I don't know, on that set like I was talking about. I got to be honest with you. I kind of love it, and I think it makes sense. And I also am getting the sense Justin Fields is going to stay in Chicago. Yeah, I, I think all options are on the table. You know, credit the Bears, you know, to put themselves in this position. And um, I, I, you know, if you're the Bears, you got to be great listeners here, right, guys? Like, what happens if they offer you some insane package, be it, you know, Atlanta at eight, Giants at six, maybe it's, you know, New England at three, thinks that they got the next Tom Brady and Caleb Williams and gives you, you know, four first-round picks and, you know, a couple of other things. So, to me, my point is, like, let's see how this plays out. And, uh, you know, it's certainly um, – got a long way to go, and it's going to be fun to speculate between now and the draft. So, uh, just off of that, and then uh, Theo, jump in here. Uh, let's let's hypothetically say, Mike, you're Ryan Poles. You're the Bears GM. Are you more likely to keep the number one pick, or are you openly, actively hoping almost to be able to jettison that pick somewhere? Yeah, I want to jettison the pick. I want Caleb. Oh, excuse me. I want Caleb Williams. I'm trading Justin Fields. I think Caleb Williams could certainly mm. be. Uh, that good, you, you know, they passed on C.J. Stroud, and it, it, it's time to go try to get the next highest ceiling player you can get. And in my opinion, that's uh, Caleb Williams, guys. I love the I love that uh, that selection there, especially when you get something for Justin Fields. I'm curious too. We just got the announcement from the NFL: the salary cap is jumping 30 million this year, and everything is going to be wide open. I'm hearing, I'm seeing Cowboys fans tweet out about how this is huge for the Dak contract. Um, of course, me as a Chiefs fan, I'm thinking about how they might be able to keep Chris Jones and a luxurious need. But for you, with your GM hat on, who do you think this most beneficially um, – or what do you think this is most beneficial for? What franchise is going to benefit the most from getting this $30 million salary cap jump uh, this offseason? 
I think it's the Chiefs. You know, when you look at Legereus Sneed and Chris Jones guys, like those are two guys that if you really want to have a chance to three-peat in a meaningful way, those are have-to-haves. And the more room you have to work, the better. Now, they're, they're doing backflips, but so is, you know, the, their agents. So, um, you know, let's – but that, that's, that's great news for them. Uh, just off of that, the Dolphins are going to be assisted in a way off of this, but not entirely. They're still approaching salary cap hell, and there's a lot of decisions to make. There's a lot of machinations to this, but just in its most basic form, we've got Christian Wilkins, who they can franchise tag, or he becomes a free agent, and there has been speculation, at least proposed by the Miami Herald, hey, would you think about trading Jalen Waddell to assist yourself in staying under the cap? To you, to Mike Tannenbaum, who watches, was formerly part of the Dolphins organization and watches plenty of Dolphins football, more integral to the success of the Dolphins, Christian Wilkins on the defensive side or Waddell as a number two receiver? Yeah, I would trade. I made this proposal. Ironically, it was I traded uh, Jalen Waddell to the Kansas City Chiefs for Trent McDuffie. And my thinking was this, two great young players, not good, great young players. I'm taking nothing away from Jalen Waddell, but I'm assuming that um, you're, you know, for cap purposes, you're going to have to uh, cut Xavier Howard. And now all of a sudden you, you got a ton of firepower, obviously, with you know, Tyreek Hill amongst others. And to me, I make that trade. And the inverse of that is you tag Legereus Sneed, and then you go get Jalen Waddell. And to me, it's the back half of the, the same trade those two teams made you know, a year ago, obviously, with uh, Tyreek Hill going to Miami. So there's the point, wow. and now the Chiefs' counterpoint to that deal. Theo? Yeah, I would say the Chiefs don't win a Super Bowl without Trent McDuffie, and I don't think that Brett Veach would even, like, I don't. I think Trim McDuffie's irreplaceable, especially a second-year guy that does as much as he does on the defensive side. I get what you're saying there because the wide receiver position is like a position of need for the Chiefs, but they just won two Super Bowls with Miko Hardman and Kadarius Tony. I don't know why they would do that. Stone was uh, was 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 Theo ever in an NFL front office? I know. Hell to the no. Right, I'm wrong. I'm just saying Brett Veach would say just, hell no to that. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Mike Tannenbaum, uh, real quick here before we uh, we let you get on with your Friday again. Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Lavica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, Theo is is steadfastly telling us that if it weren't for the fact he's an NFL head coach, we would look at Dave Canales and that outstanding jawline, that five o'clock shadow, the new coach of the Carolina Panthers, who Stone and I believe to be now one of the best looking, most handsome coaches in the NFL. Theo says if he wasn't an NFL head coach, he'd just be a guy. He'd be just a guy. Just a guy. He'd be nothing special. What are your thoughts on this, Mike Tannenbaum? Yeah, you know, look, I got to work with Dan Campbell every day, and I thought he was a really unbelievably good-looking physical specimen. So uh, I, I think these guys that have the platforms, let them, you know, exploit it, and it's well-deserved. So I'm going to give my nod to Dave Canales, who's the penultimately good-looking NFL head coach behind uh, Dan Campbell. Yep. Wow. Oh, Dan Campbell. Wow. I'll tell you what, in an upset is Mike Tannenbaum's number one of handsome head coaches. That I didn't see coming. And you know what? It's bold, and I like it. Uh, Mike, appreciate it. Outstanding like it. job as always. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? 
All right, take care, guys. Thanks. That is Thanks. Mike Tannenbaum. Some controversial takes. Yeah. Theo is going at him. Dan Campbell is his number one good-looking NFL head coach. <laughs> you know what's so funny? The reaction that that Theo had to Mike Tannenbaum suggesting that the Dolphins would get Trent McDuffie <laughs> in a trade uh, in the offseason is the same. What? It was discussed. Yes. The same reaction that Stone gave to Mike Tannenbaum saying that Dan Campbell is the number one good-looking head coach in the NFL. I tell you what, Equally our priorities are in check here on the Vic and Theo Listen, and Stone. Mike T's giving Stephen A. Smith a run for his money <laughs> the, the past month. I mean, this dude's spewing hot fire each and really? every freaking week. I'm telling week. you, why would Mike you, T rules. Why would, you ever go machine. To, why would you ever go to me after he suggests that the Chiefs should trade away their all-pro second-year cornerback? Because I saw your face. I... I can't. What am I supposed to say to that guy in that moment? I mean, of course he's the genius, the hey, guy that has run. You know, teams, here's here's what what's happened. Here's what's happened. Mike Tannenbaum has clearly embraced debate. Yeah. You, Theo, what you're supposed to do is also embrace debate and debate him. Straight, well, yeah, that's that's facts. I mean, Mike so Tannenbaum, ridiculous. he's just throwing content nuggets out there for you. Gobble them. Why, 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 gobble is gobble the nuggets. Why did he utter? I don't want to gobble. The, this why did he utter the name Dan Campbell? <laughs> Stone is horrified. I think we could take that 15 minute that interview amazing. with Mike T and pull like six or seven things and ask specifically oh. why would he utter those names? I love it so much, man. I mean, for, I think I was excited. With, I didn't know where he was going with like, oh, Dave Canales. He's like, I was working. I was like, oh, he's going to drop Dan Campbell. No, you now, thought the was a, coming. McVeigh was coming, but no, it was a Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's a good looking dude. He's a little just. He's a little scruffy. No, Dan Campbell would have all of our girlfriends slash wives run. It turn and run the other way. No, but here's, I, I think what we've seen, Mike T just, he's a muscle guy. He's a muscle guy. He's got a type. He's, he's got, got a type. A type. It's, he's it's, got big manly guy. You know? Yeah, he muscle. Yeah. He, likes, he likes big muscle men. Chip he's on the shoulder manliest type. dude. Who's yeah. the manliest head coach in the NFL? Dan, like, Camp. Dan, Dan Camp. Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he likes alphas. He yes. scares his own players, yes. they say. That was the report from right. Diana Rustini. Right. You yes. know? So, so I get don't that. knock, don't knock it. It's just his type. That's his flavor. You guys like Meanwhile, the Meanwhile, Dave Canales is a little metrosexual, and that's Stone and Mike thing. Yeah, y'all are like, oh my God. There Ken goes again, lumping me in, talking for me. Like You've been agreeing with him Yeah, I did. Canales, what else? What else could it be about Dave Canales? Yeah. He's a little metrosexual. He's pretty. I, I that's uh, what I like in my. I mean, men. this dude's a babe. He is a. He's yeah. a pretty boy. He's yeah. a pretty guy. Yeah, exactly. Like so a star. Theo don't have that chest. I think that's why he's so upset. Are you my wife me? just texted. I know a lot of women that stand oh, Dan Campbell. Don't give me a bird sounds. Uh, no, he doesn't have a bird chest. Come, Come on, on now, man. Uh, by the way, Mike Tannenbaum, sponsored by Eisner Amper. If you want to get to the top of the business world and stay there, let Eisner Amper seasoned professionals in business advisory and financial consulting take the winning shot. Visit EisnerAmper.com slash solution today for more information. Hey, shout out to the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, number one in the nation in postgraduate sport management degrees. Number 10 in the entire world in the same category, according to Sport Business. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is flat out elite. This is your path to the sports industry and taking courses super easy. You can do it on campus in Boca or do it remotely. Sign up for uh, summer and fall semester classes right now. The internships, the correct path to take, finding out just where you want to go within the sports realm, all of those things 
are right there at your disposal with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. When we come back, we get to social media and we have Theo Dorsey due to the, the dirty work. It's time for some Twitter trash. Twitter treasure. Don't forget, fair or unfair still to come. That is Theo. That is Stone. I am Ken. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube, ESPN West Palm Play. Levicka Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. DHI on YouTube messages in. The Dolphins can't get rid of Waddle. Waddle's part of the Miami Dolphins and what they have. Hashtag Dolphin. They would get rid of him in a heartbeat Business if the Chiefs is- offered Trent McDuffie. <laughs> Man, Theo is so hung up on that trade proposal for Mike T. Theo is aghast. You also would have to pay Waddle sooner. Can I can I throw I just, out there into the public sphere? I would co-sign a straight up <laughs> Waddle for Trent McDuffie deal. I'd be good with that. I would too. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand Theo. You're gonna have to talk about why you're so upset about it. I mean, it's a DB, right? They come a dime a dozen, and Waddle. And he said, "You're franchising Legarius Need. You got him locked in. Oh yeah. yeah. And Waddle's so okay. like, we can get rid of Waddle if it benefits the team." We do know that, like, Trent McDuffie was literally an all-pro corner. And who knows if he's going to be an all-pro for the rest of his way. That's like, right. We don't know. Yeah, you're right. right. One out of his two years in the league, he was all-pro. Who knows what's to come? I'm sure Waddle can run the corn dog route really good, though. <laughs> I don't understand why you're doubting somebody who used to make these decisions and get I paid a lot of money to I, do it. I find it to be a, a little bit unbecoming. It is. Know, be I, hate, I hate that I hate his take so much. And you, this, these cameras are making me look like a jackass. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I love you, and, Mike but, T. but in all seriousness, this is why I love Mike T. This is why I love Mike T. Because Mike T. will come on here. He knows what he says might be unpopular, but he's willing to debate it. I wasn't joking when I said that Mike Tannenbaum is embracing everything that ESPN has given him right now because he puts out meaty nuggets. Yes, he meaty, does. Meaty nuggets. He's such a great guy. To gobble he does the nuggets. So earnestly, and I don't want to gobble the nuggets. Gobble the meaty nuggets. <laughs> all right? I prefer not to. Uh, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. ENT extraordinaire, our guy, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Ear issues, nose issues, throat issues. Are you a chronic snorer? All of those things have been helped and or cured by Dr. Neil Goldhaber in his decades of service to the community based out of Boynton Beach. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is the man. We're talking lifestyle and life here. I know so many people that go through all of their days with ringing ears, that go through all of their days with constant congestion. And guess what? All they say is, well, it's just the way my body's made up. That's just the way things are. Stop settling for that. There are fixes for that. And Dr. Neil Goldhaber is one of the best. Go get your consultation. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Start the path to being able to live your life differently with Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Do something for you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber can help. Goldhabersinus.com. Every single week we ask Theo, and while he might be a great guy, he needs to make sacrifices. He accepts the sacrifice. That's what's great about him. We say, hey, we need you to dredge into the cesspool that is Twitter. Mm. Find something good with Twitter to offset how bad a mood you're going to be in when you get into the deep, dark muck of Twitter with a segment we call Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. 
today's Twitter trash, Twitter treasure, courtesy of the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County, who reminds you to recycle right. Um, we're going to start with some Twitter treasure because I think no better time than today, no better time than with Gen Z, from everybody through the baby boomers through Gen Z listening and watching us on YouTube. Um, you need to be just realigned with something, realigned with reality here. So this one comes from the Pat Bev podcast, the uh, the Twitter treasure. And it is Richard Jefferson talking about a phone conversation he had with Tim Duncan. Um, because I know there's a lot of people out here that might get things confused uh, comparing Tim Duncan to Nicole Jokic. Take a listen. Can I say something about Tim? And I'm a rat. I'm a rat at the Tim. I was talking to Tim one like just recently. I was like, Jokic would have whooped your ass. Would he whooped your ass? And he goes, this and this is the ultimate Tim Duncan text. He goes, I played him after I was me and before he was him, and I did okay. <laughs> like that's the way he takes it. Like it's like like and like if you know Tim, like that's the ultimate compliment from to Jokic of like before he was him. And after I was me, I did okay. Tim Duncan is a lion. Jokic still a sheep in the view of a guy like Tim Duncan. He's not going to concern himself with the comparisons to a guy like that with one ring when he won five in the midst of Shaq Kobe, in the midst of LeBron James, in the midst of the Heatles. Tim Duncan is an all-time great, a top 10, maybe even top five all-time player in the NBA. And he doesn't get enough credit in today's day and age for sure. That's I think that's treasure. yeah. I I think you're 100 percent right about that. A little love for Tim Duncan. Got to. I mean, the, the numbers that these guys put up and Jokic is amazing. It's gaudy numbers. It looks amazing. If you stack up just stat for stat, of course, he's gonna beat out pretty much everybody in NBA history, except for a few guys. Mm-hmm. But again, Tim Duncan gets lost in the fodder here so often. Five rings, uh, I think two MVPs. Maybe yep. and, and and also not to be forgotten. A defensive stalwart. So just some love, some Twitter treasure. That's good. For the uh the big fundamental himself, Tim Duncan. Um, now time for the Twitter trash. Now the trash. Uh and the trash today, I mean, there were so many options actually over this past week. Um, but I narrowed it in. I narrowed it down to a tweet I saw from at Randy Orton. Randy Orton, WWE superstar Randy Orton? Yes, and I'm going to need you guys' help with this one because I'm not, as, I'm not as profound when it comes to my wrestling knowledge. I just saw this tweet and this quote tweet. I saw it getting a lot of noise, and it's complete trash to me. But it's a Randy Orton quote tweet of John Cena. So we got to go to the original tweet, which is John Cena tweeting out, dot, 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 like you've never seen me before, subscribe at the link in bio at OnlyFans. <laughs> So it's John Cena tweeting out that he has an OnlyFans, which is, you know, that's something. It sure is. Randy Orton quote tweets it and says, let's collab. This tweet has gotten 51,000 likes, Ken Levicka and Stone LeBanowitz. A John Cena, Randy Orton collab uh, OnlyFans. On OnlyFans. And the, the response is, is all these wrestling fans being excited about this John Cena slash Randy Orton OnlyFans collab, and to me, it's Twitter trash, but I also have no idea what they're like. Are they a tag team duo from the past? Are they no, just rivals? They're just rivals. Explain it to me. Yeah, they're rivals. They're rivals. You know, you understand just because it's OnlyFans doesn't mean that nakedness has to be. No, involved, no, I don't think right? so. I don't think it's going to be. They nakedness. might be doing it. Maybe they'll do some song duets. Maybe they'll tell some jokes. I think for wrestling nerds, don't kid yourself, I, man. And I think they're insinuating they're other things. Straight here. peck shots of John Cena. Peck shots? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's... Pectorals? Yeah, right. Pectoral. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shirtless 
yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit. I, I mean, maybe they're singing the song shirtless, but the whole world's seen them shirtless, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it, to me, as a borderline wrestling nerd, I would find it interesting to see what on OnlyFans John Cena and Randy Orton were doing. So you would subscribe to the John Cena, Randy Orton, OnlyFans link? I, there is a better chance I would subscribe to that OnlyFans than uh, even a, a, a notable porn star and or pop musician. Okay, I'll give fans. you two options. All right, so Joy Taylor and Taylor Rooks have a, a podcast. You can subscribe to their podcast. That's not happening. Or you can subscribe to the John Cena. Give me Orton and Cena all day over Taylor Rooks and Joy Taylor's podcast. Give me their OnlyFans over that podcast any day. Any day. Stone, can I get a a ruling here? I don't even know what to say. Especially if they're going to tell wrestling stories, old wrestling stories. Then I'm really in. I'll say this. What is Taylor Rooks and Joy Taylor going to tell me that I'm going to be interested in if I can hear about uh, WrestleMania back in uh, 2005? Uh, For Joy and Taylor... Their promotional tweet about their podcast, the picture that they used, was almost OnlyFansy enough. It did look a little OnlyFans-esque. Well, there's a reason for that. They're trying to sell the podcast. Right. They they are smart. Yeah. Right. Real right. right. They're Real smart. Amazing. I'd do the same thing if I was a good-looking woman. Yeah. But I'm not. I would subscribe to that podcast uh, before I even considered the OnlyFans for John Cena and Randy Orton, for sure. <laughs> so the Twitter trash yeah. is something that I actually think is Twitter treasure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and One that's man's... John Cena and Randy Orton with a collaboration yeah. on OnlyFans. One man's trash here, literally another man's treasure. <laughs> that's well said. Um, yeah. and, and for the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County, uh, they, they want you to make sure that Whatever your trash is or your treasure, make sure that you're recycling the right things at the right time in the right place. That's what matters most. Uh, Lithium batteries are actually disposed of irresponsibly often. And when they are, they are a fire hazard. These batteries are at risk of starting a fire if they end up in a waste stream. It's important for people to know what products contain lithium batteries and where to drop those items off that contain them. Lithium batteries are found in common products like greeting cards, electronic toothbrushes, and medical equipment. Please don't show up and throw these items in the garbage and definitely don't put them into your recycling bins. Do your part and a fire won't start. For disposal locations, visit swa.org lib. That's swa.org lib. And I'm throwing that tweet away with the collab of Randy Orton and John Cena in the trash. Don't recycle that tweet. Throw it straight into the waste. It won't uh, start a fire. Actually, before you throw it in the, in the trash, just Give it to me. <laughs> just, just, just give that to me, and then I'll take hit, care of it. Yeah. Okay, I'll handle that. Okay. Uh, could we get to our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week, Stone Labanowitz? Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool, cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS air conditioning. Last night. At the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena in Boca Raton, Florida Atlantic beat SMU for a big win in the grand scheme of things with Florida Atlantic's at-large NCAA tournament resume. In the first half, Elijah Martin, co-preseason player of the year in the American with the dunk of the year in college basketball. Elijah Martin flying to the rim, and this is how I called it on the FAU Sports Media Network. FAU on the loose ball. Martin top of the key is shot fake. Here he comes down the lane. And a posterizing right-handed jab. Oh, Eliza Martin has blown the roof off the place. It'll go to the free throw line after being fouled. Elijah Martin took a body 
at the rim. By the way, you want to know who that body was? That was Emery Lanier, who's the coach's son. (laughs) Elijah Martin posterized the coach's son at SMU. Woof. And that is the coolest moment of the week presented by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. If you have a current AC matter that needs your attention or you foresee, hey, the AC hasn't been checked in a while and a long, hot summer is coming up, just go right to EDSAirConditioning.com. Late night service, EDSAirConditioning.com. Early morning service, EDSAirConditioning.com. Servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas since 2006. They are family-owned and operated. EDS is yes, because they want to make sure that they can help you before you have what you call the big one. And that big one is your AC unit dying. And then you're in a situation where it's July, it's swelteringly hot, 24 hours a day, it's disgusting out, and you're saying, I think we might need to bring the family to a hotel because Mm. this is flat out not safe any longer when it's 85 degrees at 1 a.m. and you have fans aren't cutting it in a South Florida summer heat wave. So make sure the AC is right. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Also, plumbing needs. Also, air quality needs. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. When we come back... Fair or unfair on a Friday? That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. All right. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I am, full disclosure, approaching the big 4-0. Coming up in July, I, I I I try not to be that guy, but ages mean something to me, and I have been dreading turning forty years old. Um, part of it is I, I try and keep myself in pristine shape. You guys know I eat well. Oh yeah, I like to work out a lot. I'm trying to offset aging, but still, as I approach forty, I'm I'm tired. I don't have the, uh, the the desire. I'll do it, but I, I have to really pull myself into the weight room or to get my, my workout in each day. Yeah. It's a lot harder to talk myself into it than it was. Hey, sometimes focus is a little tough. And anytime I asked anybody about that, he'd be like, Ken, you're just getting old, man. You're just getting old, man. But then I met the people at Elite Anti-Aging Center, and they said, no, Ken, can't tell you how many people near 40, post 40, into their 50s, they have the same complaints you do. And guess what? It's not just as simple as, oh, that's what happens when you age. That's what happens when you age, but you don't get your hormones checked. You don't get your testosterone checked. And that's why I am such a huge fan of Elite Anti-Aging Center. EliteTRT.com. What they do, they're going to send you for some blood work. They're going to get your markers. They're going to see where the hormones are at. They're going to see where their testosterone is at. And based off that, if you're lacking in areas, they're going to start a treatment plan. And the best part is you don't have to go into an office. You can. You don't have to. You can have these checkups remotely. They try and make it as easy as possible. They have been helping men for a long time regain that feeling of when they were in their 20s. And I know you hear a lot with low T, oh, performance in the bedroom. No, this has nothing to do with that. That's a minor, minor issue with low T. 
The stuff you feel every day that you just pawn off on getting old, those are the things that are indicator symptoms that there's a hormone imbalance. There's low testosterone. Those things can be helped. Those things can be fixed. EliteTRT.com. EliteTRT.com. If any of the things I just talked about, if you're getting up there in age, you can relate to, I'm telling you, EliteTRT.com. EliteTRT.com. That's elite anti-aging. All right. Let's get to fair or unfair here on Levicka Theo and Stone. Fair or unfair, we make a statement and like a true democracy, we all agree that it's either a fair statement or an unfair statement. Theo, you want to take the leadoff man here? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Fair or unfair, drafting an NFL quarterback is like selecting a new show to binge watch. Same level of commitment. You're going to have to stick with it. I say fair. I I say fair. I think that's fair. You can do as much or as little research as possible. It it likely is a 50-50 scenario. Yeah, and sometimes you're going to struggle to see it through. Yep. Your enjoyment of it is also dependent on the audience that selects the show. Yeah. Kind of like the success of a quarterback is sometimes dependent on how well the franchise is that picks it what up i love that Good work i love that we have uh we have uh i, I think that's too. fair yeah he agrees i think too. it's fair we have uh uh thank you to all the fine folks yes. in construction for all they do uh <laughs> just peering in like we're in a zoo yeah uh so i say fair stone fair or unfair oh, he just walked in oh there he is well, yeah. Man, yeah. All right. Security. Oh, ah, fair or unfair, Stone? Fair or unfair, Stone? Oh, man, it's fair. It's a good take, Theo. Okay. Thank you. Fair or unfair? Fair or unfair? We have a problem with planes. We have a problem with planes. Fair or unfair? Yep. Fair or unfair? We have a problem with planes. Every time I look at social media, there's a wing slat that has fallen <laughs> apart. Every time I look at social media, there's a door that's fallen off of a plane. Every time I go to social media, there's a screw that's missing from a wing. We have a problem with planes. Fair or unfair? <laughs> we just had, I mean, we literally just had a construction worker just walk into our studios. Isn't there a point of emphasis from HR here at ESPN West Palm to close the damn door? <laughs> Am I wrong? Now, the funniest part about all of this is, the, Yo. is that the, is that what that shouldn't have happened. Uh, somebody very important at ESPN Nationals, mom just pulled up here. And she was the one to walk in last, and I think I was the one to open the door for her. I don't want to say so the name of the one. That she's the one that the left door. the door open enough for. But you just said you opened the door for her. I did. He seemed like a nice enough fellow. He was a nice guy. He was trying to say hello. I think it just the fact that he was able to walk right in was <laughs> hilarious, and that was also really against our code of policy. So I don't know who opened the door for this lady's mom. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't you. I don't. I don't have a clue. What, what, what he Ken's question was. Yeah, no. no oh, yeah, clue. we have a problem with planes. Sure. Okay. True. That's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Kind of lost it. <laughs> a little bit. It's like, what is happening right now? Do you want to? Do you want to just for good measure? You want to throw one in stone? Yeah, let's go. Fair let's or go. Unfair? Fair or unfair? We need to lock our door. Yeah. yeah. Fair or unfair? Okay. Courtney, lock the door. Mike T's on drugs. <laughs> oh, stop. Unfair. <laughs> unfair. No. Mike T is just. <laughs> 
He's high on content. He's high on debate. He's high on debate yeah. and high on content, which is why he's an invaluable member of the ESPN on-air community, which I respect the hell out of. How dare you? No, I was kidding. Mike T is a dog, and Mike T is definitely making a name for himself as far as the top debaters he's in all of there. sports television, sports media, sports talk. Mike T's got it going on right now. Much respect. Just trust me. If if someone was like, hey, Ken Graziano is going to miss today, can you go up there and hang out with Mike Tannenbaum on the Get Upset and uh, and chop it up? I'd say, yeah. Fire some takes off. Yeah. Just fire yeah, absolutely. off some takes. Absolutely. I will go and do that. Mike Tannenbaum. His Giants trade, though, the Giants-Bears trade. I, see, really that's good not take. bad. That's big really brain sound. stuff right there. Yeah. Like, that's good stuff right there. I he, think it works. He bakes in these elite takes with these outlandish <laughs> takes, though, and it's like you, you don't know which one to hang on to. It almost makes you start to question yourself when you question some of his outlandish That's what I'm saying, but I'm saying that's big brain stuff. That's big brain stuff. He's smart. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology, provided in advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. That's BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. Boys, we made it through another week. Will we make it to another? Who knows? Next week, we'll be at the Cognizant Classic Woo! in the Palm Beaches. Hang with us. Have a great weekend. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.